Are we doing this? Let's do this. Let's do it. Hey, y'all. Hey, people. What's up? You guys still can't answer me. Welcome to Murder Happy Hour. This is like as close as you guys are going to get to live. We're recording this. Uh, at nine o'clock on Tuesday night because there ain't no time like the last minute and we've gotten it like kind of down to a science. So I feel like we don't have to cut out like too much. So the editing has gotten smaller than what it used to be where we'd like ramble for two hours. Says the lady who doesn't do the editing. (laughs) I swear nearly as much. So the editing is, has to be easier. This is true. There is only cutting out for like, coughing and like weird silent spaces not a lot of like or the times where I'm like wait no I don't want to say that (laughs) (laughs) we should give you guys like a uncut version sometime it would be entertaining or really annoying and you quit listening so maybe that's a terrible idea I mean (laughs) now I go for cough here we go (laughs) I'll leave that one in <laughs> There's a taste of what you're missing. Oh, I do not have COVID, guys. I have a sinus infection. I got tested last week. So if you hear me coughing at my job, if you know us in real life, I do not have COVID. So And also you can't catch COVID from listening to a podcast. So No. You you are okay. You just feel like you have to justify yourself these days. You do. Like I like I choked on my spit in Sam's Club the other day when I was getting my pickup order and I was like, oh, I don't have COVID. I just choked on my spit. And the lady's like, it's fine. I'm like, okay. she like backs away slowly. <laughs> sure. Okay. All right. Thanks. Have a nice day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm fine. I'm fine. She's fine guys. She's fine. This week is another listener suggestion. Yeah. Woohoo. To one of, from one of our like most active followers. Yeah. One of our OG fans. Yes. So thank you for the suggestion. Yeah. This week we are talking about Diane Schuler. This one's kind of different from what we'd normally cover. It's not like a murder. It's not a missing person. Like it. Yeah, it is. But it isn't. Weird. Like I'm getting unsolved mysteries vibes. Yeah. It's a miss. It's a mystery. But it's also kind of a murder. Well, just. You just you drop just in like, and see. Yep. We'll tell you the story. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So, Diane is your average everyday mom. She's 36 years old. She's on the PTA. She's got a good job. She's occasionally has some, like, drinks. Lives, lives her best life. But, like, literally 100% could be any of us. Nothing out of the ordinary. Just kind of setting the scene. Her and her husband were um, on a camping trip with Diane, the husband, and then her three nieces and her two children of her own. They were on this camping trip. Everything was fine. They had been camping all weekend um, in a small campground by Parksville, New York. I'm not familiar with the area. I've never been to New York, but uh, it was late July. They were planning to head home to West Babylon, wherever that is as well. Um, About early in the morning, they wake up. They're ready to head home from the weekend. 
It's Diane, her son Brian, who was five, her daughter Erin, who was two, and then her three nieces, who were eight, seven, and five. They had her brother's van, a Ford Windstar. We we all know those good old Ford Windstars. Gotta love the minivan. Yep. That they all got into the minivan, were headed home, and her husband, Daniel, was coming later with, like, he was packing everything up. He had the dog. So that's why they had two vehicles. So everything was kind of going as planned. Like, they stopped at McDonald's. They stopped at a couple gas stations. It was just literally nothing to think about. Um, apparently, then, about an hour and a half into their trip, which I don't know, Amber, what you saw on this, but I've seen, like, conflicting reports on this. I saw that this trip should have only taken her, like, a half hour. You oh, read I that guess on? I'm not sure. I didn't No, I didn't see, like, anything about the timeline, I guess, so... Yeah, so I, I, re- I had read, I think it was on Reddit, so bear with me. This trip should not have taken her long at all. So she left about 9.30 in the morning from the campsite. Around 11 p.m., I'm sorry, 11 a.m., she called her brother to tell him that they were running late because of traffic. So this is where it gets weird. Mm-hmm. There, like, I mean, there was traffic. It's New York traffic, whatever. But she said that there was all this traffic. But according to people that were on the road that she was on, the minivan was driving, like, all over the road, flashing its headlights, honking the horn, like, crossing lanes. Yeah, just, like, being crazy, like, driving super aggressively. There was also eyewitness sightings of this van pulled over on the side of the road with a woman puking. Yeah, so which would you assume Diane because she's the mm-hmm. only adult vehicle, right? Yep. So this was around 11 a.m. About two hours later, Warren, Diane's brother, got another phone call from his daughter. So his daughter, um, Emma, the oldest one that was in the car, called and said that there was, quote, something wrong with Aunt Diane. And she just was not acting like herself. Um, she called him and said, the, uh, her, the daughter told Warren that she could, Aunt Diane said she couldn't see. She was swerving all over the road. Then Diane got on the phone and was telling him the same thing. I can't see. It's all blurry. Like, they thought maybe that she was... Um, having like a stroke or something like that's one of the things that they talked about. Yeah. So he, he like told her, he's like, okay, like pull over, stay pulled over. I don't know yeah. if they were driving at the time. Like I'll come meet you. Not a big deal. And then that was it. And he called her a couple times again and never heard. Mm-hmm. She never answered. And he went to the spot that they were supposed to meet and she wasn't there. Like, he was going to drive to her. She wasn't there. They don't really know why, but her phone was found on the side of the highway. Then, at about 1.30 p.m., 911 got two different phone calls from people saying that the minivan was going the wrong way up an exit ramp on the this Taconic State Parkway. Um, and about another minute later, so between 1.33 and 1.35 p.m., 
they got four more phone calls that said that the van was going down the highway the wrong way at 80 miles an hour. Yeah. Like driving. Can you imagine? Spoiler alert. The van was on Diane's. (laughs) She drove for about a mile and a half the wrong way down the highway, collided with a Chevy trailblazer head on, and then hit a Chevrolet tracker, which I don't know what a Chevrolet tracker is. I think it's like a, it's like, like a, a little or SUV type. Deal. Yeah. Okay. So Diane, her daughter and two of her nieces were killed instantly. All the kids had been in the back seat. None of them were in car seats. We're talking like a two year old little girl, not in a car seat in the back. Yeah, they weren't in car seats or seatbelts or anything. Yeah, driving like a crazy woman. Um, the three people that were in the trailblazer all passed away on impact. The two people in the Chevy Tracker only had a few small injuries. Um, Diane's son, Brian, and one of her nieces survived like they I mean I wouldn't say that they were doing well but they made it through the initial crash they were taken to a hospital Brian had her son who was five had severe head trauma had some broken bones but he ended up surviving and the niece actually ended up passing away so a huge tragedy right and immediately everyone's kind of wondering what the heck happened like So the first two people that pulled up on the crash, um, they immediately went and pulled everybody out of the van. They actually almost missed Brian at the bottom of the van because he was underneath all of his cousins and siblings. So mm, that's how like much everybody was tossed around. Yeah. If you see pictures of this crash, it's like, it's awful. It is insane. So, this is where things get hairy. While they were pulling Diane out of the vehicle, they saw a large bottle of vodka broken right next to Diane on the ground. So, we all know where this is. Yeah, that doesn't look good. They did an autopsy. Uh, Diane was very, very, very drunk at the time of the crash. Her toxicology report showed that her BAC was 0.19. For those of you that live under a rock, the legal limit is 0.08. And she still had another six grams of alcohol in her stomach that hadn't been absorbed yet. So her blood alcohol was well over 0.2, I would say. And then along not only alcohol, Mm -hmm. but they also found THC in her system, which showed that she had been smoking some marijuana as well, and they yeah. had enough of that in her system. They determined that she probably was using it, like, 15 minutes before she died. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, her driving drunk lines up pretty well with her driving crazily, the woman puking on the side of the road, um the phone call to the dad saying that she was driving crazy and was having trouble seeing and thinking. Um, Diane's family, of course, said that she did not have a drinking problem. She had no nothing. Like, 
she would occasionally indulge in the marijuana and the drinking, but it was not a problem. And actually, everyone that saw her that morning, the people at McDonald's, at the gas station, the people that talked to her at the campground, all said that she was, like, perfectly fine. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. So, like, as much as there's all this evidence that she was drunk, I mean, all her behavior, literally, like, the medical examiner showing that she had all this in her system... But um, her family was bound and determined to prove that it was, like, a stroke or a heart attack or some other, you know, some other reason. So they hired a private exam to be done. Mm -hmm. And that autopsy came with the exact results as the first autopsy. But they still didn't believe it. They were trying to find a different reason. And Daniel, so Diane's husband... Originally, he said they were not drinking the whole weekend. They had all the kids. They weren't drinking. Well, then, of course, he starts to backpedal a little bit. Um, they were drinking on the weekend, but he, she didn't drink the day before this happened. She only smoked weed occasionally, but not ever a lot of it. And Just to help her sleep. Up. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> but then, Diane, or Daniel's sister, so Diane's sister-in-law, came out and said that she smoked regularly. Like, this was not an unusual occurrence for Diane to be smoking the weed. Yeah, and other people did come out later, too, and say that, like, she did enjoy her drinks, and she did drink a lot. So it was just, like, all of a sudden, like, they're backpedaling. To this day, nobody really knows what happened like it was just a did she just have like a mental break did she and there's lots of theories that go with this which we probably won't cover even all of them today but one theory is is that her husband was like severely abusive and she kind of had like a um then there's another theory that she had like a mental illness like a psychotic episode and just literally snapped one of the theories yeah, one of the theories is, like, they were they kept talking about this abscess in her tooth that she had, yeah. and she was in all this pain, and she'd been doctoring with it for, like, months and months and months, and nothing was helping, and actually that was one of the things, one of the reasons that she stopped at the gas station, they think, because the gas station attendant said that she came in looking for, like, for Tylenol or some kind yeah. of painkillers, and they were out. They didn't have any. So one of the theories is that the pain was just so bad and she just couldn't handle it anymore. So she was, you know, self-medicating, taking shots of vodka and not maybe not realizing exactly how much she was really drinking. And then all of a sudden she's wasted. Yeah. But I just don't. I mean, that just seems unless she had like a severe drinking problem. You don't typically get in a car with a bunch of kids and just be drinking and smoking and... No, it just... I don't know, and I don't really get where they are coming out with all these crazy theories. It's like, she was intoxicated. The medical examiners proved it. There was a bottle of vodka... 
And, like, everybody keeps saying, you know, she was, like, this perfect mom. Like, she wouldn't do that. She was a good mom. She was a good employee. She was, you know, she had it all together. But it's, like, you don't really know. Like, you don't know what what's really going on. Or, may, like, who knows? Maybe she was a functioning alcoholic. Maybe the McDonald's employee thought yeah. she seemed fine because she can function so well while drinking all the time. We don't know. And that's basically, like, I was reading the Reddit feed on all of this stuff because, you know, I've always got to go to Reddit and see what all the mm-hmm. web sleuths have to say. Um, that she was, yeah, just a really high-functioning alcoholic and that something um, just kind of triggered her and she had, like, a mental break or... I don't know if it was really a murder-suicide. Some people say a murder-suicide. I don't really see that myself, but... Yeah, that was, like, some people said it was just very intentional. Like, she really had all this intention to, you know, kill herself and everybody else. And that's why she was drinking, so that she could get up the courage to do it. I don't know if I agree with that either. I'm kind of with you, because it's, like, if especially if it was the husband thing. Like, wouldn't you want to kill your husband, too? Not your own children and your nieces, you know? Why... And you know that your husband isn't with you. He's in a different vehicle. Yeah. My assumption is that she was an alcoholic and something got way out of hand. And that's what happened. And I mean, you can be an alcoholic and people could think you're totally sober and you could be absolutely hammered. I mean... And that's the thing. And so it's it's like maybe she already was at that point and then she just, you know, drank a little too much or, you know, had mixed the wrong combination of marijuana and alcohol and just all of a sudden was out of it. Yeah. And obviously... She clearly wasn't thinking straight in her state, so... Obviously some sort of mental health issue. But nobody really knows why. That's the mystery of this one. It's just a total unsolved... It is. It's just crazy. It's like one day she just snapped or, and it's so sad. It's just like, just terrible. All these kids, like I feel terrible for her poor brother Mm -hmm. and for the kids and her husband seems strange to me though. Like something is weird there. Yeah. So if you have a chance, and actually I watched this documentary quite a while ago. It's called There's Something Wrong with Aunt Diane. And it's a documentary. It was on Netflix, but I think it's on HBO now. And I agree with you. The husband is like something is off. I mean, whether it just be like he doesn't want to admit that his wife had a problem or if he just feels so guilty over all this happening that he's trying to like find excuses that aren't, you know, my wife got drunk and murdered a bunch of people. Yeah. But yeah, something weird there. Something's weird. It's all weird. There's no answer. We're not the crash. No, the crash was ruled as a homicide, though. I'm the same as you. Whether it have been a stroke or a mini stroke or diabetes, tooth abscess, that's not going to cause, like, you're still drunk. That's the thing. I mean, the answers are still there. You have blood alcohol levels that are crazy high and a vodka bottle. And that's not just like, oh, I'm going to have like one or two drinks. 0.19 is not one or two drinks. But you also have more vodka that you had just drank in your stomach 
that had not right. even digested yet. I don't know. Something ain't right. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird one. I don't think we're really ever... I mean, we're never going to know why. We know exactly what happened. We just don't know why. Yep. We love a good unsolved mystery. That's it. That's all we got to talk about. Yeah. That's our story today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need to go check out the documentary myself. I was going to try and watch it, and then I couldn't find it. So I'm going to have to track it down and see what I can, see what I think of that. Because it has actual family members documentaries so yeah I would recommend it kind of just like takes a deeper dive into it and it also I don't like it mainly focuses from what I remember like I said it's been a while but it mainly focuses kind of on a husband and you know trying to trying to disprove that his wife was drunk and murderous but anyway yeah there you are what you get from us this week guys Shoot us your suggestions if you have any. Yeah, we'll take them. Yeah. Until next time. Until next time. (laughs) Stay safe and lock your freaking doors. Lock your freaking doors. (laughs) Bye.